welcome to the Thunder Rooster Podcast. My name is Ron. And I'm Paul, guys. Welcome to us. If you haven't uh, checked us out before, uh, make sure you check out some of our earlier episodes. Um, maybe the newest ones will probably be a better starting point. Uh, I'd agree with that. But if you want to see some progression, then I suggest you go check out our <laughs> earlier episodes. And, you know, we started from the bottom. Now we're kind of right in the middle now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're climbing the mountain. Climbing it. Climbing we're climbing. It. Yeah. Um, first off, I'd like to announce uh, that we are getting very, very close to hitting our 100 subscriber mark on YouTube. So if you haven't already, do us a solid. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. It'd uh, mean the world to us. We would love to finally have a custom URL to our YouTube channel so we don't have to copy and paste every time we <laughs> want to put a YouTube link or something there. Yeah. But yeah, um, also we're getting very close to 10,000 views on our channel, which is crazy to it's us. It's just us. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's times where it's just mind-blowing to me that it's like, it's just you and me and we've had 10,000. Yeah. I don't even know how many watch hours. There's a lot. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I'd like to add before we jump into our uh, our episode details. Um, we had a uh, interesting um, progression, possibly, on our Lady Gaga video. <laughs> and <laughs> say it. All right. So apparently. Lena Morgana's ex-boyfriend came across our um, our video. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Uh, <laughs> we will strongly say allegedly. I uh, tried to reach out, gave him our email and stuff. Um, you know, if you want to check out what he said, go to that YouTube video. Uh, it's in the comments. I'm pretty sure he commented on, like, everybody's comment on there. And, you know, we are definitely open to that conversation, so... Uh, if you're watching this, I was just saying, if whatever. he or she, if they're listening, yeah, or they know, just comment back to us. We we do want to hear from you. Yeah, we we I I send them the info to our email and everything. Yeah. Uh, if it's real, I want to see some proof. I'm sure if they were close or whatever, they'd have at least some pictures together or something. Right. But yeah, uh, that'd be an interesting development on that one. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw that too. I was like, wow. <laughs> Maybe there's some truth behind this. Who knows? We'll Who see knows? what happens. We'll find out. Uh, we hope you uh, liked our Avril Lavigne episode. <laughs> uh, we had some fun with that one. <laughs> Lady Gaga, Avril Lavigne. What pop star should we do next? <laughs> we have a whole bunch to pick from. So. Right. so, ladies and gentlemen, as you saw from the intro, this week is a paranormal episode. And we are revisiting our... Um, it's not really an annually or monthly thing. It's just something where we, we do or will do throughout the year. This is our second time doing it. America's Most Haunted. Part two. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> but yeah, uh, me and Paul. Yeah, we picked a couple more. Yeah. Uh, cool. This time around, me and him just chose one because uh, I know that we're trying to shorten down our episodes a little bit because uh, a lot of people are more or less likely to hang around for like half hour to 45 instead of the hour long. Tension span. I'm, I'm right there with it. Yeah. Which I understand. Sure. You know, a lot of people listen. A lot of people watch the videos and stuff. And some do both. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. For sure. I mean, sometimes you kind of have to with our show. You know, <laughs> we have a lot of 
you know, visual cues for things. And, you know, of course, our three. You're missing out if you're not checking out on YouTube. Our whole last section of our our (laughs) podcast is based on videos we watch and react to. So hit up our YouTube channel every Thursday. I will I release that week's three shots. So if you want to just skip through the whole banter of what we're talking about and just see the three shots at funny, I have it available every Thursday. Or if you want to see everything from its entirety, just watch it when it comes out on Tuesday. We're looking out for you guys. Yep, yep. All right, so in America's Most Haunted Part yeah, 2. Yeah, what, uh, what are you going to talk about today? This week I am talking about uh, the Winchester Mystery House. Never heard of it. Never? No. Okay. I, I'm not surprised by that. Because it's not it's not what I would call widely known, oh, per se. I thought you were ready to just throw a dig at me, so I was no. Preparing no. for this. <laughs> As you should. But, okay. I mean, so the thing that's special about the, the Winchester house is essentially it is from the family that created the Winchester rifle. Awesome. Rapid fire rifle uh, company. No kidding. So, um, to give some background to this, essentially, so... It's, it all revolves around the the wife, Sarah Winchester. Okay. And her husband ends up passing away from tuberculosis. That but sucks. even before that, they had an infant daughter that passed away from some kind of a children's disease called uh, Marushima or something like that. It's uh, M-A-R-A-S-M-U-S. Marusmus. <laughs> You'd have probably a better yeah. chance of sounding that out than me. But essentially, it's 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 where the body right. kind of just deteriorates. You know, that's one of those diseases. Mm. So through the great the grief of her infant daughter dying and then her husband dying, um, she has deep depression. She ends up going and seeing a medium in Boston because oh. they they were living living in New Haven at the time. Okay, in Connecticut, I think. So she goes to Boston, sees a medium, and apparently him channeling her husband, husband who just passed, he had told her that she needed to go, uh, and go to go out west. Didn't say where specifically. She said go out west and begin construction on a house. Oh, <laughs> and not to cease construction on that house. Because apparently all the spirits that have died from the rifle that the Winchester made, Winchester family made, and if she stopped doing that, like the spirits would get her, you know, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> no breaks, keep working. Yeah. So, she ends up going out oh, out man. there. Um, she ends up in San Jose, California. The actual address for the Winchester House, if you want to look it up on Google Maps, it's uh, 525 South Winchester <laughs> Boulevard. Uh, it is uh, open to the public now, if you want to check it out. I'm going to have to use my notes here. Uh, so, they begin construction on the house, and they don't have... I think they started out with an architect, but uh, because she kept throwing out so many things, which I'll get to... She starts the building process, so <laughs> nonstop, every day. Okay, so it just keeps going. They end up firing the architect because she keeps trying to change stuff, and he's getting pissed off at her. And he's like, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, I don't care. Change it. 
you know. So um, interior designers, I swear. So under her guidance, yeah. she's essentially telling these people what to do on a day-to-day basis. And construction goes all around the clock from the time they started in 1886 until the day she died um, on September 5th, 1922. So almost 40 years of construction. How big is this place? It is a mammoth of a place. Oh. Oh, let's let's go into some details of this place. Okay, a hundred and sixty-one rooms. Forty of them are bedrooms. They have two ballrooms. One's completed. One was never completed. This place has forty-seven fireplaces, <laughs> ten thousand plus panes of glass, seventeen chimneys, two basement levels. Which I give her props on that. I've always wanted like a two-story basement. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> it has three elevators, and it is on 162 acres. Now, nowadays in present time, it has gone down and shrank to 4.5 acres, and that's basically just the house, the house itself, and any building that's on the property. Mm-hmm. So they just shrinked it up and sold off all the land around it. So. Um, Essentially, what happened when she died, um, she ended up uh, giving it to uh, her niece and I think her secretary. And what had happened was the uh, secretary, or not the secretary, the niece decided to auction off all the furniture and stuff inside the house. So apparently, it took um, six moving trucks (laughs) working eight hours a day for six weeks. Six weeks <laughs> to messed up all that stuff out of the house. Okay. So I'll get more into the haunting side of things. Right. Okay. So the thing of it is with this house, it, there's a lot that falls around it. And it, I really wish I would have watched the Winchester movie that came out like a few years back because it talks about all oh, this stuff. Nice. So. I really wish I could have watched that sometime this week. Damn it, Ron. Didn't have time. Oh, gosh. We don't have time. We don't have time for anything (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Okay, so Sarah would have, would often have seances in her house, basically to try and channel and get guidance from the spirits to tell her what to do next. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. And the way she did things, there was, I believe... I think there was eight total bathrooms on the entire property. Only one of the toilets worked. And all the rest were decoys because she thought it was a way for the spirits to get confused. (laughs) She had staircases that did not go anywhere, doors that didn't lead to anything to confuse the spirits. And because of such devotion to confusing the spirits, she would not sleep in the same room more than once like she would sleep in one room and move so she wouldn't stay in the same place twice she would just keep moving each time I mean it's, it's kind of crazy I know I guess we had to be there so I, do, I couldn't find any like actual like haunting stuff that sure. actually happened to Sarah maybe right. it was all just in her mind maybe it's from all the depression and stuff that she went through after her yeah. family was taken from her essentially Could be. so you know 
anything that I found haunting wise was really kind of after the fact where people would they would see a worker in the basement hauling a wheelbarrow. <laughs> they his name was Clyde or whatever, and they have a picture of him on a wall. Like it's I couldn't find it. They have it on the website, but I couldn't like copy and paste it, so I may not be able to have it on here. Yeah. I might have to screenshot it with my phone or something. So if I did that, it's for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the spookiness of the house is just the odd layouts. There's oftentimes they say they can't really even count how many rooms there actually are because, you know, you would get lost. <laughs> Which to me, you would think there would be some kind of way you can document where you're going, leaving breadcrumbs, uh, a string, <laughs> something. <laughs> Sounds like this house is compliant to me. <laughs> I mean, there's some really bizarre things in this house. It doesn't sound like the house is safe one bit. Well, it's like the stairs even. Okay, Sarah herself, she was like four foot 11, so she's a small, tiny girl. So mm-hmm. the, the feelings are not high at all. No. And with me saying that, I will say, at one point, this place was seven stories tall. Good God, and I'll show a picture here now of what it looked like when it was together. Unfortunately, there was an earthquake that happened in... Uh, blah, 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 blah. It happened in 1906. That's no good. And it destroyed the first three floors. Oof. So instead of deciding to rebuild them, they just end up closing off access to that and never rebuild them. So it only stands four stories tall right now. But, like, <laughs> this place was actually done correctly in a way, mm-hmm. being built, because they have it on a floating foundation almost. So it's not actually connected to the bricks of the foundation. So when it does have earthquakes, which happened, that happened to keep the whole property from crashing in on itself. I mean, I guess it was a good thing. Yeah. So it was very smart. There's a lot of architectural stuff in this thing that's really awesome. They even made some things that were innovations at the time. Uh, one, a flushing toilet. That was a new thing. Then <laughs> Sounds pretty scary to me. I want to get into more of this stuff at a later date with like a, uh, I want to devote an episode to this. Hopefully, maybe we can get a Rooster Travels out there. Who knows? Maybe. But with me, with what I was saying with her being short, she had arthritis as well in her older age. And the steps of the stairs are only like two inches tall. So when you see the staircase and stuff, it's only steps like that. <laughs> So she could get up and down. Right, right. It's like, well, you've got three elevators. Why do you need stairs for? But there's a lot of head scratching moments with this thing. Like, I like, guess. There's no rhyme or reason to it, right. other than the fact she's just trying to appease spirits. So, with also the guy in the basement, Clyde or whatever, you also have Clyde. a guy that'll tug on your shirt or a skirt. <laughs> a skirt tucker. Uh, <laughs> or tugger. Well, I guess his name apparently is Denny. Danny? Uh, yeah, he was a maintenance manager for that place. For Danny the Tugger. Time. Yeah. But uh, outside of just seeing shadows out of the corner of your eye or hearing footsteps that are either right in front of you or right behind you, there's really not a whole lot of evidence that it's actually haunted to this day. I just thought that the whole premise of the the building of the structure itself, mm-hmm. I will call it a structure, it's a massive, massive place. It's crazy to me. Not only that, it's just like when her husband died, she uh, inherited $20.5 million. <laughs> uh, this is back in 1881. Oh my God, dude. 
So she's like a freaking billionaire like, at this point. That was five hundred and fifty million in twenty twenty currency. Okay. Okay, so that's what the inflation. Pretty rich. Plus, on top of that, she got fifty percent ownership over the Winchester company. Oh my god! Dude. Yeah. So that equals rolling in the dough. A thousand dollars a day in her time. Jesus. And nowadays that would be about twenty seven thousand dollars a day. day. Wow. So she had all kinds of money. That's boss money. Yeah. <laughs> like she was throwing money left and right. She paid their workers double. See, that's cool, though. Than what everybody else That's cool. Yeah, it really is. That's I good mean, to hear that. I mean, you'd have to do something to keep people just doing the same thing. And like she could just, you could spend all your energy to make this perfect thing. And then when it's all done, she's like, tear it down. I want to do something else. <laughs> let's, let's do it again. How heart wrenching would that be? <laughs> I mean, that's a punch straight right? to the dick. Oh, I don't like, care. Let's just start over and just rebuild on the property. Yeah. Thanks. I'll pay you guys double. I but I mean, the, the the house looks amazing. But uh, there was an environmental psychologist, which I didn't know <laughs> that exists. <laughs> what? <laughs> An environmental psychologist that said <laughs> that. I'm the, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Proceed. Proceed. Oh my God. So an environmental psychologist <laughs> said. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm, good. I'm, good. I'm wrapping this up. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. The environmental psychologist said that the odd layout of the house is what essentially accompanies the haunted vibe. Just because it's so, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, it's got a really haunted vibe going on. He's just on. looking outside. Uh, yeah, dude, this is haunted. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. So that was the Winchester bit. Uh, I would love to check it out. There's this uh, yeah. amazing, amazing artist on YouTube. Her name is Christine McConnell. Oh, yeah, she you're actually totally did her. a whole replication of this place as a fucking gingerbread house. <laughs> Now, is Go it, check it out. I will link that in the description. The question is, is it easy accessible? Like, can we get there or like... Yeah, or not? You okay. can straight up go there. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we'll be right back <laughs> after this short little message from uh, Cheeky and Nacho. What's up, everybody? Cheeky here from the Cheeky and Nacho podcast. I'm Nacho. Every Friday, we talk about movies, music, dicks. My dick mainly. Yeah, his dick. We, we need a whole episode dedicated to that. Yeah, it's that long that it's a whole episode. It's probably an hour, two hours maybe, of just my dick. <laughs> I think Ron's trying to get it on camera. <laughs> it's well, like the, the technology isn't in there yet. It's like a unicorn. It's like a, it's like a double panoramic thing. All right, anyways, yeah, check us out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Any other podcast. But we can't fucking remember what they are because nobody uses them, right, Nacho? Exactly. And we're going to be on YouTube soon. So Soon, check that out. So you're going to see all this sexy all the time. Maybe my cock might peek out, but that'll be for something else. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to do a special Pornhub. Like, We're going to have an OnlyFans about my cock. <laughs> Only cocks. How much are you going to charge a month? $35. It's a big dick. A month? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big dick. I don't know. It's a fat cock, so... All right, so that's fat prices for his fat cock. Check us out. Cheeky and Nacho Podcast. Cheeky out. Bye, guys. 
All right, so we thought we'd bring you guys back with the uh, definition of what is an environmental <laughs> psychologist. Because <laughs> we were taken aback by that one. I was. So an environmental psychology is a study of transactions between individuals and their physical settings. The field defines the term environment broadly, <laughs> encompassing natural environments, social settings, built environments, learning environments, and informational environments. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. Hey, they make... Uh, Another way to charge you a lot of money for a whole lot of money. They pay pretty well. <laughs> I just saw that Medium's about 90K. Wow. Weird. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so since we wrapped up with the, the Winchester... I was going to say, was there anything else you wanted to share? No, not really. Uh, I would really like to dive into it and do like a, a more like in-depth one mm-hmm. one of these days. But we'll see. Let us know what you think. Do you want to know more? Because we could. We could do that. All right. What do you got for this this uh, round of America's Most Haunted? Sure. Absolutely. So we are going to focus on a place out in North Carolina, and it's actually quoted as the Devil's Tramping Ground. North Crack, I like it. Yes. Okay. Very interesting, just as just the outlining information so basically what we're dealing with here is what was there's again the devil's what tramping ground tramping ground mm-hmm. that's what it's listed. you said playground we could call i mean that's why i'm glad i asked the devil's playground <laughs> sure i heard playground tramping ground maybe okay. It was. okay um so it's a campground and you're an avid camper yeah outdoorsman so mm-hmm. might be a fun place maybe one time to yeah yeah it's a long drive, though. It's interesting. A lot of the fun places to go see and stuff is usually named like the Devil's Butt Crack, uh, the Devil's Den, uh, the Devil's Arch. Uh, it's always um Right. So the campground, it's near uh, Bear Creek, North Carolina, and the whole topic behind it is it's been subjected to persistent and local legends of like folklore and allegedly that the devil actually, supposedly by legend, there is this... Basically, almost looks like a pit. Okay. And it's probably about oh, a couple acres from behind when you actually lead in from the road. Okay. And it's about 40 feet in diameter. But the reason that we're bringing this up is, is that this particular area, there's been no vegetation for several hundred years is, is the folklore. Okay. And I'm like, okay, why is that? Why is nothing growing there? So the urban legend from the people says that the devil comes out. And walks in a circle. Interesting. To, to basically to <laughs> to basically come up with a plan to try to wreak havoc on Earth. Oh, okay. But what the weird thing they said is, is that this particular spot, the soil hasn't been used. They mm-hmm. said now in probably past situations, you know, um, from labs and whatnot, there was like a deposit of salt, a lot of sodium. Okay. So the sodium is one part of it where. Actually, the vegetation doesn't grow. So it's just infertile soil, essentially. Correct. Um, and like I said, it's been, basically, it's been several hundred years. So is this just concentrated into one, like, area? Yeah. So, so they're not having any problems with growing vegetation because it's no, anywhere. No, everywhere grow. else is fine. Now, the the land is, is actually owned by homeowners, and they actually, just as of recently, when I was looking this up, they actually banned, like, they just banned people coming by there. Oh, yeah. Well, because people come by, they they camp out, they party, and then they they don't clean up. And so, is this just like out in the woods, or yeah. is it like off of a road? So, base where you're at. So, I don't know exactly the road, but 
over by Bear Creek, you can lead in to this uh, campground area. Okay. And then it's like, like I said, it's got to be at least, you know, an acre Mm -hmm. until you get to where it is because there's a path. Yeah. But then you see like where everything is just kind of there animal wise and then there's nothing. Okay. So no animals go near there, supposedly. Now I watched a video and I watched a husband and his wife with their dog just exploring Mm -hmm. and they put the fire out. And they were just trying to nonchalantly see if the dog would go in the front, like to the pit area after yeah. it's been dried out and whatnot. Won't go near it. Even the circle. Won't go near the circle. Oh. But the dog wasn't scared at all. Okay. The, the you know the the dog owner was like, "Hey, here, come here, Luna, come on." Didn't think any of that. Just won't go in there. Hmm. So they've used that. They've said that animals don't go near it and whatnot. So it was interesting. But again, the other part of the situation where maybe some of the people think that something potentially happened there years ago was mm-hmm. that the, the, the spot is believed to be an ancient meeting place for local Native American tribes who made the bear circle with their ceremonial dances. So it could have been one of those things like, don't build on no any barrel ground or don't do this or don't do that. <laughs> Something could come out of it. Right. Um, we'll yeah, definitely include a picture of like a satellite image. That yeah. Way get, it's, that way we can all have a bearing on where... It's located as compared to other areas. Right. So, really, that's the, the grand scheme of things. Now, they've had authors come by. They've had testimonies from locals. And you hear different things. Yeah. Some things are said, no, oh, nothing's happened here. Other times, people have said things have happened. So, it's one of those catch-22s. Hmm. It's just the, the idea that I would have thought for myself, it's like, if it's been several hundred years and you don't have anything planted there, why don't you give it a shot? But I'm not... You know, I'm not a horticulturist, so I don't really know the ins and outs. But obviously, if you're going to, you know, lay down new seed or whatever, it's going to cost some money to try to grow something. So another thing is, why don't they try that? Why? Don't, how can they, you know, rid of the sodium? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Is there any, like, overnight story? Like, well, here's what... Anybody, to, like, try to camp? Like Yeah, so I have a couple, you know, a couple stories that I saw on here. Um, one... A person had indicated this about nine months ago when they made their trip there before this all changed. It says, uh, very interesting and eerie how silent the area is. Beware there is a GPS glitch that takes you to the gate with no trespassing. Yeah, we've we've been in that situation, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like they do it purposely. Uh, Wrong gate. So the real gate's 500 yards down the road. It is a larger pulled off, and the gate is small and red, not silver and red. Worth the drive, and we are planning to go back for a longer stay. So then the other ones that I came across, and this was like a, someone said here, I drove an hour to come here, and this place didn't live up to the so-called hype. I thought it was closed due to the private property sign. I read comments on this, and they said, you can still go in, but you can't drive up there. I mean, there's not much to be seen here, just a small empty spot in the woods. It was a lot cleaner than I expected, though. So that's a huge thumbs up, and we ran into some more people while I was there. I think it might be a little more thrilling to go at night, but I still don't know if it's worth an hour and a half drive, whatever. (laughs) But one of the things, and I'll read this one from this person, was that part of the legend is that in that circle, if anything goes in that circle, it comes out the next day. Now, you ask yourself a question. What if someone just put a beer bottle or a beer can and no one's there and it just happens to go outside of the circle? Yeah. The weird thing that I heard was, and again, I cannot attest to this, but somebody had mentioned that they did an overnight camping trip there and put their tent inside the circle, mm. woke up the next day, 
everyone was fine in the tent, but the tent wasn't in the circle. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> uh, wow. So here's this one. Uh, this is from a person right here. Today, this was actually in February of this year. Today, my family and I, with our dog, visited the Devil's Tramping Ground. It was eerily quiet. No birds, squirrels, not even ants. I mean, that's brief. <laughs> On her way out, our dog kept looking up and at the tree, whimpering with her ears back and tail not wagging. On her way back to our vehicles, everything seemed fine until it wasn't. I unlocked all four of my car doors with the remote, put our dog in the car, and put the key in the ignition, but didn't start it. I closed the door out of habit, but when I went to open it again, all four of the doors were locked with our dog inside. <laughs> This was freaky since my doors don't lock by themselves, and if you accidentally lock the doors, the car won't let it happen. Like, you push the lock and the lock pops back up. I couldn't believe the car was locked. I had to call AAA so they could unlock my car. Our dog is safe and sound, but I'm fully expecting to experience strange things for a little bit after this adventure. And then the last one I had here says, A few friends and I camped there a few years back around 2009. We slept, or I'd say more or less laid there in a circle in a tent all night. Nothing moved us, but got really weird after that. My radar detector would go off, making noises not even in the programming and completely out of the power source for months it started that night. I still use that thing, but after a few weeks of torment, it has never done it again. (laughs) Remember, it went off many times unplugged. Something weird is there, but nothing messed with our tents, thank God. Fun experience, but I'll never go back. (laughs) So, you know, take it for what it's worth, but it's just like the the folklore of the residents are like, "Yeah, yeah, the devil comes out when he feels like it, and he just goes in a circle, and he plots the end of destruction. I mean, we have to think, though, how much... um how, how good people's imaginations can be, you know. 100%. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like even when I watch a scary movie or something, if, it, if it's not during the daytime where I can fill my head with, you know, other things, by the time I get to bed, I'll be sitting there oh, freaking yeah. listening for every little creak, <laughs> you know, thinking I see stuff out of the corner of my eyes and stuff like that. You That's know? why you don't watch it at night, It's man. like we went to Dice Road. I still don't, I mean... I did see something, but it wasn't nothing there. I didn't get anything on video. I didn't see anything when I turned my head, but out of the corner of my eye, I You knew what you saw, I saw and I totally... I, don't I know you, man. You're not going to just make something up. I, I, I just know you wouldn't. made up, because I'm still like no, scratching just, my head like, I don't know what that was. Luckily, like I haven't had any like experiences or anything like that. You know, it was just one of those things just caught me off guard, you know. (sighs) But but North Carolina Department of Agriculture actually did some samples Mm -hmm. on the area. And basically what they came up was that, you know, they did the the samples and it says here uh, they they compared the different paths. And they're basically saying the theory was that there were mills around that area years ago. So, yeah, you're you know, you're your mills and then probably beforehand was the aerial barrier ground so they were just testing that it was just a, a lot of sodium and when you have salt you can't grow anything right maybe it was like a, a waste part where they would get rid of like right. ammonia or yes it says most plausible explanation from the soil studies says samples of earth taken from the bear path proved to be sterile due to an extremely high salt content hmm. it says the remains of the of the natural salt licks were also found in the area so they don't even 
you know, they can't even categorize other than they just do the testing and they, you know, can see what's... They just don't fucking know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. So, again, that's just one of those, you know, at least a couple people have had some instances. That situation with your dog getting locked in there. Ah. I think the whole part where the whole fucking tent with everybody included ended up I know. Moved out oh, of circle. course. But it's like... I wonder if there was like any drags like drag marks or if it just appeared out of the circle i i can't i i don't believe it but i mean anything is possible i i will say for this one it's not something i would go out of my way to go see but no. if we were in the area oh sure let's take a little stop 100%. but hundred percent i don't want to drive there no that's not worth our old no time no that's about 12 14 hour drive i think <laughs> oh man so that was uh that was the devil's tramping ground, baby. Devil's playground. Called the playground. What, if, you what if it's one of those cases where really it's just where the the devil gets goes to jerk off in the middle of the night and it's his seed that falls on the floor that makes it where nothing grows. He just comes out, walks in a circle and beats off. <laughs> and you can hear him. He's, just, he's yelling so loud. <laughs> He's thinking about baby seals getting clubbed. Just <laughs> oh, the end of the world is really exciting me. Oh. A hand job like an aggressive gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that note, yes. uh, we'll get to our three shots at funny. Do it. Get over that. No. All right. So My wife's week, week, right? Yes. It's Kelly's week. <clears throat> That's right. Okay. Moving on. Hers, you said, was band together. Yes. Correct? Band together. All right. Let's check this out. I have a question. Does anyone know how to actually use these things? Because I, I seriously have no idea. Oh. Oh. Now, mind you, that's never happened to me, thank God, but I'm sure it has to some others. But oh, now I get like, how is this guy not famous? It's like, wow, let's watch that again. I have a question. Does anyone know how to actually use these things? Because I, I, I seriously have no man. idea. Oh. <laughs> have you ever been hit and fart from fucking getting hit? Not like that. Oh, no. Uh, I got kicked in the stomach one time from a kid at my mom's daycare, and I ripped one so oh, hard. No. No. Was so I'm funny. sure that'll come at one point. Yeah. Down the road. <laughs> I don't wish that upon anyone, but. Farts are funny. Farts are funny. Merch available at thunderbrewster.com. <laughs> what do you have for me today? All right. So mine is uh, called Kiki. Guy doing a little kiki video. Doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I love it. Every time. Every freaking time. Let's just get to the part where he rolls over himself. He's like, I got a sick truck. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm down. And that shit got hurt too, dude. It slams. He eats asphalt. Uh, oh, that momentum just from getting your 
freaking legs. Like 20s that's or 22s? That's, those are, mm, that's going to hurt. Okay. All right, what do you got for me? Um, mine for you this week is called Friggin' Truck. Friggin' Truck. Oh, my God, it's a truck carrying a truck, <laughs> carrying a truck, carrying a truck. Because <laughs> okay. obviously I've never seen that before. <laughs> Do it again. It's getting recorded. Oh, my God, it's a truck carrying a truck, <laughs> carrying a truck. <laughs> I would do the same thing. I've never seen like four of the same vehicle. You know, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> Fucking bull, yeah. I know this truck. I ain't no stranger. I know that truck. That's a Ford fucking Ranger. That's what I was thinking. I saw it. Uh, I mean, I've never seen that. Like any time I've been on the road, I mean, I you know I see the flatbed trucks and they got all sorts of different cars, but I've never seen four of the same trucks. Oh, dude, you you think that's funny? I mean, I just you should be driving. I'm the city out, boy. I don't know. You should be driving out on like Interstate 10 or I 40 going out west, and like there's a bunch of guys from not this country, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be driving like the smallest little like Toyota truck, and it's yeah. pulling like three or four. <laughs> And they're being pulled by straps. Like, I don't know how it works. Like, I didn't even see anybody in the, uh, the other one. So I was like, how is this going to slow down? <laughs> uh, oh, dear God, dude. Apparently, they, they, they'll buy trucks and stuff like that at auction. But, but seriously, to, have like, you have you seen, like, a flatbed that's carrying the same fucking truck? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> My dad was a truck driver. I've okay, seen I've never seen before. <laughs> I've seen all different var- variations. I've never seen the same fucking truck. I just love the guy's enthusiasm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen that, so you, you fooled me, buddy. <laughs> that's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, man. So I'm gearing up because uh, tomorrow, me and Paul here are coming back to the studio to work on some music together. Uh, you guys will see the fruits of that coming on August 14th. Stay tuned. It will be glorious. Wait, we can't put it out earlier? No. I need to edit it. And then we got a pretty awesome interview coming up pretty soon. It will be our first no, I know. ever Zoom. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> Not about the interview. I'm thrilled about that, but we got to get it in before. Don't be a bitch ass. You know, we planned this. All right. So the black. <laughs> I can't say what it is because I still don't know if we said what it was. Should we say what we're doing? No, we told them. Did we? We told them several weeks back. I don't even remember that. That's okay. I'm pretty sure we didn't. I didn't say what it was last episode. See what happens when you hang around me? You start forget shit. I'm, I'm telling you, man. It's rubbing, it's rubbing off on me. Apparently. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, let's take the opportunity now. If, if all right. So we're, we're, we are doing a cover for the 30th anniversary of the Black Album from Metallica. As if you guys know or don't know, we are huge fans. Yes. And this was actually something we've, we've talked about this for a long, long time, guys. Yep. Not to bore you with it, but. 30 seconds, Paul. This was the best opportunity we had. <laughs> 30 years. Let's celebrate it. And we are covering Wherever I May Roam. And when I say covering, we are doing the full song. Will Prepare you be me because Paul's never recorded before. Will you be my Bob Rock? Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I'm scared. As you should be. <laughs> All right, everybody. We love you. Thanks for checking Thanks. us out. Rate, like, and subscribe. We will see you fucking next Tuesday. <laughs>
just thinking about baby seals getting clubbed. Just... 